Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And I'm Danny Vermont, and this is Billy Joel A to Z. everybody, and welcome to another episode of Billy Joel A to Z, a wrap-up of sorts, but this time a live concert wrap-up, our second one that Alon and I went to. This time we're calling it Alon, Dave, and Danny's Excellent Adventure, because our guest today, you might remember him from the Bees, from uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, and probably the reason why I like Billy Joel, or the one who explained it to me the most, Mr. Danny Vermont is joining oh, us today. Hello, thank Danny. you. It's it, hello. It's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. So apparently, all right. So Alan and I went to the residency for the first time with our friend Steve Mandel, who was kind enough to bring us, who works on the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and he got us tickets, and we had a great time with him. And right, Alan, that was a fun, super fun yeah. time. We got and that was last really July, drunk. so that was like <laughs> eight shows ago, basically. Right, and then I went with Gary Goldman and without Alon, which was a joy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, and, and the, and the best part is we've sat different places each time. Right. So, so with Alon and Steve, we sat like kind of in the middle, I guess, but on the side. And then with Gary, Gary Goldman, the comedian has the same manager as Billy. So I guess we oh, got man. the seats that old people get who are friends with the manager where you don't have to stand at all. That's amazing. <laughs> they just keep that's you great. It's on the very, I, I'm going to guess that's the best seats, not the best seats, because what I'm trying to get to is you sent us a picture. Okay. So uh, in a roundabout way, Danny, two weeks before us went to see Billy and Stevie Nicks at the SoFi stadium in Los Angeles, the brand new arena where the Rams and the Chargers play and right. So, and we just saw his pictures and he looked like he was in the first row. I was, I was uh, pretty close. I was pretty close, um, but a, a little over to the side, a little on the side, but close, but you know, close is better. Even if you're on the side, close is better than farther back. But yeah. I was now, in, uh, in the in between in the middle, like, let's say by the time River of Dreams came in, were you replaced by hot girls? As we've been told, he brings from the back and they just kick you out or. <laughs> no, no. But he still does reserve. He, he does take like the first row and have people from the nosebleeds. He gives those seats away. So it's not like, you know managers and people on their phone. Right, right, so it's course. real fans who are like going ape shit. So you always see that, like, because they're calling their friends and being like, look, I'm here yeah. now, you know. Wow. But, yeah, and that happened saying, to me once years ago. Really? At the Nassau like Coliseum, yeah. He's changed the rules, though, because when you did it versus now, like now it is, like they've said, just the hot girls. It's like the hot girl fans from the nosebleeds. He was being more egalitarian back when you got the treatment. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so back then. But hey, you know, I mean, it's, not, you know, it's nothing compared to Van Halen. 
you know, like <laughs> right, <that>. right. <laughs> right. The hot girls are all 45 now. So it's like, but, yeah, but did, when you saw that Nassau Coliseum show and he did that for you, I mean, what year was that in the 80s or early 80s? It was in the 80s. It was with, it was with Laura, Laura Mossard. And it was it was fantastic because we had the worst seats ever. Yeah. And they weren't even together. They were like one behind. And then this roadie came up and, and we got there very early. And at every level, like you would, he was like, here, take these seats. And we would just show them to each person. And each person you showed them to was like, oh, like we had no idea. And like you, we would go down each level. And then before you knew it, we were in the front row center. Yeah. So wait, wait, but because you're a savvy guy like that, did you get those seats on purpose in the sense no. that you thought maybe this might happen? No, but in the back of my mind, I thought maybe this might happen because I had heard he had done that. So I think maybe we were there a little bit early. On purpose. And maybe. then you're saying a guy just saw the two of you, even though you were sitting. So how did, who did he see first? Since it was both sitting- of us. Well, no, we were we sat next to each other because we were hoping to do the thing that people do on the airplane, right? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, is this your? Oh, can my wife sit here? You know that thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but we just got very lucky. It was just a dude, a roadie, and he had, you know, the I can't even think of it. The credentials, credentials. Thank you. This was what happens when you get old. But uh, you can see us. There is a video that he made a making of, like the video of that tour and you sweep behind him and you can see us for a second because we got to the front row and we actually wrote a note and said, thanks front and center and threw it up on his piano. And he was like, yeah, no problem. You know? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Who had the paper and the pen? I don't Uh, know how that happened. Must have been Laura, (laughs) but we did do that. We did. But that's so cool. So, so you actually were in the actual front row. I mean, that must've been not just the front row. We counted in, we were front row center. We were literally front row center for that show. Was that the best Billy Joel concert you ever saw because of that situation? Or have you seen better just being in a normal seat and just because you're in a better place in your life or something, or that's a, that's a tough one because I've seen him in so many great places. It's hard to say like which one was the best, but that was pretty awesome. Just that experience of being like just a leaf going down the stream when everybody was just like, Oh, go down that way. And then the next person, Oh, go down that way. And it just kept, cause we were in the, the stages here, we were way back there. So it was like, each you know each level we had to get to and then we were finally there and yeah that's crazy. so that's the best when you're you have the tickets and you're not exactly sure where they are that's and right you just keep going lower that's and lower right. and you're like really and what yeah and yeah. it was just kept getting better and better wow geez i uh i keep thinking i remember when we were in college and john Waite came uh, the musician <laughs> and uh you know somehow i you know, was in the limo with them because of that weird kid that liked the nothing special with our TV show in college or something. Like, Dave, will you take John in the limo and go to the hotel? And I'm like, oh, all right. But uh, <laughs> when we went to see the concert, I bought that girl that looked just like Christy Brinkley with me. Right. I don't know if you remember Christina. Her name was actually I do remember her whole name. And she really right. did look like Christy Brinkley. And while we were at the show, I guess they took girls that looked like her, even though we were sitting together and just moved them in the front. And she just gives me this face like, I guess I'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) The big wave to the front of the stage. 
But that the only person I saw in the front row, the very front row where I was basically I could put my beer on the stage, which was a dream, was embarrassingly uh, Barry Manilow, and it was only last year. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, I I saw him here. He was awesome. He was amazing. Oh no, he was awesome. It's just, uh, yeah, you know, it's just uh, <laughs> he wanted to say it was somebody right. else, I guess, but it was. <laughs> so I was mad at him just the way I kind of going to say about the Billy Joel concert because he didn't play a full version of Ready to Take a Chance again. He right. only did it a medley, and I was That's very right. right. <laughs> and I think he might be a homosexual, but I'm not positive. Well, you were close enough. Did, did he? Did he give you the eyes? <laughs> Of course, he gave me the eyes. I was in the front row and very appealing because I, I knew all the words. That's going to turn a, a guy on, not just Billy Joel. That's going to turn on anybody. Oh, you know more of my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow. What a joke. So stupid. And boring as hell. Yeah, no kidding. You couldn't pay me to go to that thing. Hey, you know what we should do? We should go just as a goof. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, just look at all the idiots. All the dumbass Manilow fans. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got like one good song. Yeah, I mean, Mandy is not terrible. Yeah, the opening's okay. And I guess you can't hate Copacabana. Yeah, if you're in the right mood. Daybreak is a good song. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. And I like Weekend in New England. Yeah, that's a good one. Looks like we made it. Yeah, it's not bad, right? I love Barry Manilow. Oh, my God, he's the best. I have everything he's ever recorded. Me, too, in my car. We have to go to that concert. We are going to that concert. So Alon was kind enough to just buy us tickets. They went on sale. He goes, let's try. We've always been talking about let's try the back section yeah. where, you know, where we see people all the time. That that looks like an interesting section. We know the piano spins around. Right. So you say, yeah. I'll, I'll buy the." He bought the tickets, which was very kind of him. We sat in that back section, and it was really interesting. It was, it was, Alan. Wouldn't you say it was? It was good. It was good. It was a good place to sit. It was better than good. These are those are the best kept secret at MSG. It's we're in uh, section one thirteen, and if you're there and like in row ten and above, actually, then your your sight line isn't blocked by anything, and you're, yeah. you know, you're basically like at stage level, looking right at Billy from maybe fifty feet away. It's you know, you're not very as good close. as your seats, Danny, but but it's a cool angle to see the whole band and to see Billy. Like Dave said, he twirls around on that piano, so you, a lot. Yeah, you, you get to see yeah, him. So he's quite to see him. Yeah, there was. Yeah, not... and sometimes he stops with his back to the to the big room, you yeah, know, and yeah. plays for a little while. And also, and then, I mean, and... since he's a piano guy, like he's never fully facing front. Like he's usually sideways right. anyway. So if yeah. you're in the back, you're getting just as good of a view most of the time. Yeah, no, that's was... a that's a good call. I that's a a good idea. There was not one time I felt like we were being ignored. Except right. when uh, the uh, that uh, guy from ZZ Top came on, hey, Danny, it was awful. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> You're just hoping for like you know, I don't know. I mean, Paul I know Simon he did, but, or yeah, Paul you know. Simon or right. you know, somebody big, and it's this guy, the leftover guy from ZZ Top, uh, you know, because and I'm like, play play something for Back to the Future Three. But of course, they played Tush. He knew he was <laughs> going to play Tush. <laughs> he didn't bring his fiddle back. with him. What can you do? <laughs> Well, I wanted, he does to, I wanted that to sometimes. talk about his experiences on Back to the Future 3. Of course. <laughs> you know, sometimes they do. Sometimes Billy's band breaks into Tush. Like, oh, uh, is that like, right? Yeah, because I, re I read like setlist.fm and see what he's doing from show to show, you know, just to see. You know, he mostly, uh, definitely the back end is always the same. He right. might drop one or two depending on time. 
Um, the, the only reason he dropped one that we saw, which was Uptown Girl, and he didn't drop it because Olivia yeah. Rodrigo came up and they played it earlier in the set. Right, right. Well, let me ask you this kind of important question, which I was stunned about. You went and you saw the double bill of yeah. Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel. But, you know, I'm looking at the set list myself besides four songs. I mean, you lost nothing. I don't understand. Was that a 10 hour show? It was a very long show. I mean, he did his regular show minus a couple of songs. Right. And she did a long song. Like she played for, I don't know, an hour 15, an hour and a half. It was, she did a whole thing with a couple encores on top of it. Well, first, I didn't know. I was like, I had no idea how they were going to do this show. I just yeah. bought the tickets and I'm like, what? You know, and I went with my sister and I'm like, what? I was just going to ask who you, who'd you bring? Yeah. I, I went with my sister and we, um, we usually do that, but like whenever we, whenever he's out here, we we try to get and see him. We go see a lot of things together. There's not much else to do out in here in LA. <laughs> so it was like, is is he going to open? Is she going to come out? Is she going to open? So we get there and like we look at the stage and it's like the microphone has like all these like bandan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, she's opening. Yeah, right. Yeah, or it's Aerosmith. Right right, 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 exactly. And so she comes out and she had put on a good show. And I don't know her stuff as well as Billy's and stuff. Her guitar player was Wadi Wachtel, that guy who's awesome, who played with everybody and is really cool. But I, but I did call this one beforehand. During her set, Billy came out and sang that Tom Petty. Uh, uh, stop dragging my heart around. Stop dragging my heart around, which was awesome, which was really great. And you could tell, like, I don't think they had done it before because, like, this is like their first show. Because, like, when when she was like, "Stop, stop," and like Billy was like, "Ah," <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I come, each time he was like, "Ah, okay." They right. were, I I read a review that said it was awful. I I disagree, but I the, I mean I'm just disagreeing. Just I well I actually heard some of it. Somebody taped oh, it. The stop dragging my heart around. Yeah, and they one? just uh, so whoever was reviewing it, I believe for setlist.fm said, "What oh, the no. hell is this?" Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, the, she also, during his set, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. During his set, she came out and sang, and so it goes with him. I saw that, and I don't understand why why that, why that they chose that song. And it, it seemed like she was a little off-key at the very beginning. Danny, she's or 85 years old. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> That is the, the first of all that that's such a personal song for him. It's right. his favorite song from what we've yes. understood of all time. Yeah, and and why? And he doesn't play it very often. So why? That's what I was shocked. Throw at, it away. I, I was thinking, is this the first time I've ever heard him do this in a concert setting? I don't know. Maybe I heard him once once before. Well, but, I looked it up. Uh, he's he's played it. Not not too infrequently, uh, four times in the last year, and then since like the mid twenty tens, it's been ever, a few times a year. Basically, he'll throw it in there. 
So you might have heard it before. Mm, okay. but, but that's his favorite song. Why give it to somebody else? It's not. Well, really maybe she said, I want to do that song. Maybe she said that. You know? Oh, I see. Well, I'm sure he didn't say stop dragging my heart around. And they're probably like, well, there's one duet I do, but the guy's dead. So why don't you come out and do it? Well, see, that you was know, also a kind of awesome. You see, they had a great show. Go, like they had great. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can look it up and watch yeah. them do it. I thought it was fine. The other one, she was a little off key, you know, and but she did. I a, thought a she got it. Big back. tribute to Tom Petty. She did three. I got three Tom oh, Petty yeah. songs here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was a great show. And I, I got into Tom Petty out here because I never when you live in New York, you don't understand Tom Petty. It's like how people out here that they don't get Billy Joel. Right. <laughs> it's like when I got out here, it was like, oh, it's a long day living in Reseda. Yes, I get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I saw him a lot before he uh, passed away. So, yeah, I thought it was great. I was into it because I didn't know her stuff as much as I'm like, oh, Petty song. Great. I can sing along. Yeah, I yeah. saw him uh, just before he died. I saw him multiple times, too. Actually, me and Kevin Brennan went to a few a bunch of Tom Petty shows together at the Garden. Uh, no, multiple places. Actually, that's uh, once in, in Newark just before he died. Yeah. And in Boston, I think we traveled to see him. Oh, man, that's a great one. That, he played the, the stadium there, right? No, I think it was like more like where the Patriots play or something. It was out somewhere like a summer yeah, stadium. Yeah. Their first hit went like American Girl, like did nothing. And then it got play in Boston. Oh, is that like, right? Yeah, it's like one of those classic, you know, rock and roll stories. Like, and then somebody came in the room and said, hey, man, they're playing it in Boston. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Billy with Philadelphia. That's right. right. That's right. Right. With, right. Excellent point. That makes no sense. Right. He got huge in Allentown or Bethlehem. <laughs> he did. A, he did a live. No, he did a live radio show. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, and that's uh, MMR. Right? MMR. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, but that right. But that we we talked. Who who's that guy we talked to Alon, uh that uh, Denny Somac and he recorded w a show, but not in Philadelphia, wasn't it? In it was it was out in the Lehigh Valley. It was in Allentown, but it was the first show that Billy Joel did in that area. And this guy like went out of his way to like to book Billy Joel when Billy Joel was nobody. Right. And um, because of that, 10 years later, Billy had known stuff about Allentown by driving through the town with this guy. And then he wrote the song Allentown. Yeah. Right, which is my the song that I go to the bathroom during. Oh, so, <laughs> ours, uh, guess guess ours. <laughs> you want to guess what what our song is? And it's let me look at your let me look at your set again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get it right. A and okay. I was like, Alon, I don't know whether I have to go. He goes, No, we oh, have to go down, down Easter Alexa. No, 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 we made it back this time. Oh. No, it's uh, River of Dreams. Oh, River of Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that it's a perfect uh, Alon figured out that's the perfect no, Steve Mandel figured it out, right, Alon? Well, yeah, because last time when we went that's when he's going Steve. into the back nine. It, it, that, and, and it's long know. and he does the interlude in the in the middle with like some other that's song. Right. Yeah, what it's song no was it? This no time? favorite. Uh River Deep Mountain High. Oh, that's God. right. That's what he did this one too too. Well, yeah, he features the uh percussionist, Kristen. Yeah, that's a good place to go to. That's a good it's the right time, and then we're really powerful for the stretch run. You know, we feel good. We can yeah. we can sing and dance to the. No, even Billy the takes a break because he has that guy sing like that Italian thing. Ugh, we just don't yeah. get it. Why? Well, no, that's because he's backstage, like having a quick cigarette, and you know, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, I can do this. I know I can do it. 
Is that true? I mean, I, I don't know that. if he smokes at that point, but I know he's maybe he's taking a leak at that point or oh. something. There's definite or no, he's definitely getting ready. He's doing what we're doing. Like he's getting ready to get into the back nine. Now. Right. So, yeah. So, so Mike Del Judas sings that song. And when, um, Billy Gibbons was here on the show. We were just at, for Tush, Mike was who sang the vocals, not Billy Joel. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I was so wasted at that point. I don't remember what happened. The fact that I remember that that guy from ZZ Top came out at all is a miracle. I think I figured it out. I had 72 ounces of beer. Uh, so <laughs> I was really out of it. I'm, and then I don't know how I got home. <laughs> uh, what well, we went for pizza and I then we went for pizza. And I don't know. Then, yeah, then who knows? You then, wandered then, the streets, I guess. Well, you kind of have to because, like, the subways get crazy crowded. It's like there's, yeah. it's hard to get out of there. Oh, it's well now. It's a lot of construction and stuff. What's it like seeing a concert at SoFi? You know, I it's I've been there before, and they also have a smaller room. I, I bet you it's great for football games, but it's not so great for a concert. You know, it's is it's, it open air or is it enclosed? No, it's covered. It's covered. I guess they can open it, but I guess it's. It, it's closed during the thing, but it's, it was pretty chilly. It's been chilly out here, but uh, it's all right. It's hard to get a drink at the bar. There's a smaller room where that like that's a 3000 theater called the YouTube theater. I've seen a couple people there. The acoustics are bad. It's really hard to get in and out. of. Everything's hard to get in and out of here. Like if you go to Dodger Stadium or right. this place or if there's the forum right next to it. But yeah, I would like to go see a football game there. There's a lot of luxury boxes. I bet you it's awesome for a game. I think it's higher up. There's better stuff. Also, when you're on the floor, like on the field level, there's like a couple bars on each side. I laugh at state of the art because like the the bathrooms are like porta potties, and it's like, hey, this is state of the art, man. (laughs) Really? They they always say state of the art, and when you're climbing down to the field. It's like all unfinished concrete. Oh. It's like, oh, state of the art, man. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, I'd like to go see a football game there. I bet yeah. you it's awesome for that. Were you standing on the field itself or was there a platform underneath you? No, we're right. You're on the field itself. So, I mean, they must put down some sort of tarp or, you know, I don't think you're, I don't, 
we're not walking. But you didn't grass. see the grass, right? You didn't actually see. No, the grass. I don't think we saw grass. You know, oh, that's so that's a much bigger venue than MSG, right? That fits seventy thousand people. That's, it's a big thing, and the other thing is, it was not a fucking empty seat in the house. I mean, even wow. the back, back, back was packed. So, so I, I mean, guess, again, you know, it was that, a double bill. Right, right. Maybe that's the double bill. Uh, make sure that you could sell out. I'm sure he could sell it out. I don't know about I her. I think he can sell it out. I don't think she can. And that's what was something that I thought of. But aren't they touring together? Is they it, are is just it? they're doing like nine shows together. OK, so I, I'm not sure what what's what's behind this. But well, th- uh, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you do you know why? I mean, we, we you know, as you know, we spoke to Liberty DeVito. Yeah. Did and, he, he had, uh, have any idea? Well, the only thing we figured out is that there is a connection between the two in the sense and you're not going to believe this that uh liberty's daughter played the violin for stevie nicks's no wait what was stevie nicks wait isn't one of billy's exes or something it's something really weird connect i can't remember what alon do you remember i don't remember there was a stevie nicks connection but i think what you're thinking of is that at christy brinkley's second wedding Liberty's daughter played violin and Stevie Nicks sang, I think. Oh, is that it? She was there, too. Is that yeah, it? I think it was something like that. And then Liberty's daughter play. She plays with her like the violin or cello or something. One of the girls. And then there's another. He has another daughter that is an actual musician. And then one is an actress who ended up playing that day anyway. I, I don't know. But there's there's. so. And then he said, well, if if, you know, Billy and everybody's wondering what the connection is, the connection is me. God damn it. <laughs> he was angry that people, more people don't know the connection oh my God, between Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel is Liberty DeVito. Or as they now call him Liberty Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, but here's what I was thinking also is that Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac in the early seventies, they were huge. Yeah. They were gigantic. Billy in the early seventies was playing the piano bar in Hollywood, right. you know what I mean? Like when they were gigantic and now she was opening for him. I thought that, oh, that wow. was interesting. Like, all, you know, he didn't yeah. get big until like the late, late, the late seventies, like seven, 1978, 77, right, 78. Right. Yeah, I know you're right. Right. That's so amazing. like he could have opened for them at some point, but it just seems such a weird thing. Cause it's like, so East coast, West coast, like her band is all West coast. His band is all East coast. It just seemed like an odd pairing, but I've talked to people there. I talked to some people there who were like, oh, I've never seen Billy Joel before. I came to see Stevie Nicks. Really? You know, yeah, it's California. Uh, Actually, I've seen Stevie Nicks with Fleetwood Mac before, and I wouldn't mind. I mean, I was looking at the set list, and it's every song I like of hers. I would enjoy this concert. Yeah, no, she definitely put on a great show, and she sounded good. Yeah, I didn't think think Stop Dragging My Heart Around was so bad. But, uh, well, I'm just saying, I just read the review and then I looked at it. It didn't seem that bad to me either. But let me ask you the ultimate question yeah. because I'm a little fed up. I don't think I want to see any more Billy Joel shows because they are very, very similar. He does not change them up. And I'm getting a little frustrated. Did he do the bit with an innocent man where he can't hit the note? Yeah, I think he did that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Just, I, yeah. I'm just saying, now I get touring with that across the country and that bit. But if you're once a month at MSG when everyone's coming again and again. Right, right. You know, that's what I thought, like, 
you know, when I, I watch him, he's like, it seems like when he's on the road, when he goes on the road, he definitely stays to the set list, but it seems like he mixes it up a little bit more at MSG, but I guess not. Nope. I have especially both. the last end is like, Oh, the I last end is definitely the same. Yeah, that five song encore has never changed. So you you got Zanzibar. We didn't get that one. Right. Um, well, you know, you, Zanzibar became a hit on TikTok. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, what? like people are like doing some crazy dance while it's going on, like young people there. Yeah, Zanzibar oh. and Vienna also has gotten like a lot of late fame all of a sudden. Young young women really love Vienna. Really? Well, young a, women? Yeah, they do from the yeah. movie 13 going on 30. Um, oh. so we haven't gotten there yet but uh, we're going to talk about that soon <laughs> but um and we haven't gotten to zanzibar so it's kind of funny we're talking about the two songs we haven't gotten yet in billy joel a to see i was ha- he played say goodbye to hollywood which i'd never heard him play before so but he played that like, for us too and we don't understand why we make well, sense where he's playing it at your show but i was thinking maybe he played it and was like Hey, you know what? I, I forgot. I like playing that one. Yeah, I was looking up the stats because I, I know when we did that episode, he always talked about how he didn't like playing it because it hurts his vocals. It's hard for him to do that that sort of voice. Uh, um, but actually, he's been playing it a few times lately. And one that we just saw was the second time he's done it at MSG since the pandemic. So pretty rare still for an MSG show. But I think when he's in L.A., like he has to do it, obviously. Like uh, you got to do only- your Hollywood song. Well, he was in Hollywood, Florida, and he didn't do it. <laughs> but he did uh but he's a gray uh, area he did miami 2017 so they come before i'd we like all to, he hasn't Florida. played that in a long time i would like to hear that but yeah he we crazy. got um summer highland falls which i always keep saying wow, that, yeah that's uh i don't think that works at that venue and it certainly right. wouldn't work at an even bigger one i think and he played down easter alexa which he didn't play in yours but he had to cut songs right because he was with right. somebody yeah. else Otherwise, but, but down Easter has is... been pretty. That's been pretty common lately. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny, Dave. So Summer Highland Falls, when we went in July, he played that, and then we saw it again just now. And so in my mind, I was like, "Oh, he just always plays this." But actually, like those are the only times he's played it at MSG in, in quite a while. So you think he's doing just, it to mock us? He knows when we're in the crowd, and he <laughs> yeah. knows that what you said about it the last time, Dave, and that, that's why he played it again. It does feel that way sometimes. Like when he he played the full version of A Day in the Life last time we were there. Wow. And that was surprising because he usually does it in spurts, right? A lot. Right. He'll usually do a little. Yeah, bit. little bits of it. it. That was really, really cool. The rarest thing that we saw, Dave, oh, I yeah. was looking to th- was actually Start Me Up. Oh. played a good amount of that song and did his whole Mick Jagger impersonation. He's only played it six times ever. Wow. Although Wait, four in the last six months. The, the rare one we saw was from the Nylon Curtain. Which one? The, the Room with a View? What was it called? A Room of Our Own. Yeah, we heard that oh, one. Baby. I that love that song. One, two, three, four. 
of around Christmas. No, that was the July show. July. So had nothing wow. to do with Because it's kind of a Christmas song. No, she's right on time is the Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. What 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 which one were you saying? A room of our own. Oh, we all wow. It, it I don't, comes right before it. Wow, I, I don't know right if he's he never does that one. Yeah, that's why we were we Elon, were glad how do you that have we, all these stats at, at your hand? Oh, setlist.fm. Oh, they they don't tell you everything? Yeah, you can look at it by song, and you can see like what song ranked order. Like, oh, he's played "Say Goodbye to Hollywood" eighty-seven times or whatever, and then you can see. Oh, that's shows interesting. He's done that. That's interesting. So you can really um, go down that kind of rabbit hole. And also, it's good that if you get too drunk at the show, that's the beauty of setlist.fm. You can be like, yeah. "Oh, right, well, right, yes." I yeah, because I used to go to concerts, and I would have to try to remember in my mind like what someone played. If I, especially if I liked the song but didn't know the name of it, I would just have to say phrases from the song in my mind over and over and over again, and then look it up later. And that's the thing that some of them, I guess, when we went really early, I mean, they still have the set list going back when we started going. But I remember I was at a Billy Joel New Year's Eve concert, and I just there's one thing we were trying to figure out, and I don't think they have it listed, and it's driving me a little crazy, and I can't remember, and I, I, I don't remember which album it was for. I don't remember if we went together or... Was it New Year's Eve at the Garden? It was... I don't know whether it was the Garden or Boston. I remember I went... Again, with Kevin Brennan, he was my concert buddy. I don't know why. Yeah, we went with Neil. We met Neil Brennan that night. That was at Worcester. In Worcester. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, it was at Worcester? Yes. Okay, right, because that's when uh, he loved us. Yeah, so oh, I forgot think. that. We saw him in Worcester. In Worcester. And Neil Brennan in a luxury like, box. He shaped his comedy career that day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we were like, listen, kid, if you want to oh, be in this business. <laughs> I think I might be on a show with him tonight. Believe Really? I think so. I'll tell him you said hello. Oh, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell him about the Worcester show. I'm, I'm positive crazy. we all went up there together. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. That's, Worcester. Yeah, I that was the Stormfront time, I think. I guess. I don't so. know whether it was New Year's, but I don't think it was New Year's. But no, I it, remember seeing him. I saw him on New Year's Eve at the Garden, but it was when I was in high school still that's what i'm thinking i might have seen the maybe i saw the glass houses near i can't remember i thought it was the nylon curtain tour maybe that's what i saw and thought it was new year's eve at the garden you know what i bet you we were there together and maybe we didn't know Oh, because you were in high school we were a year older i thought it was like i thought i was in high school you know at the time right and i would have been my first year in college right i'm positive i saw the new year's show because yeah killed it after New Year's, it was great. He played that stupid old Lang Syne, which of course we always now say we'd rather hear Souvenir. But then, and then he just goes into the hits, which makes yes. so much sense. Right. Yeah, no, that way. And like, you know, he was like, it's going to be a long night. Going to sing a lot of songs. You know, it was great. It was fun. It was fun. I, I got a question for you. And this is just, I mean, I don't think, I don't know which one of us has the answers. The question is that Billy Joel comes in you know, in kind of in the middle of Stevie Nicks' set list to sing, like what you figured maybe he would come later on. Like that's got to be a pain because then he's got to go back and. That's and I thought so too. And uh, he was like kind of just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and a blazer over it. But then he came out. He was wearing jeans, not his suit, his regular suit. He changed costumes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't wear a regular his regular suit. Well, I think because like L.A., you guys are laid back there. So he's I guess so. LA yeah. It's the fourth song. And then he just hangs around for another hour until he's got to come out again. Yeah, I thought that was very nice of him, considering he was the headliner. 
So he was deaf. Yeah, right. He's considered the headline, right? Because they don't switch off. You're saying that she opens the show all the time, or do you know? I would. Of, I would. I think so. I, don't I would think, think so could, too, but a lot I don't of times think she those... can follow him. Yeah, I would think that too. Well, I'm I don't sorry. know. I told it's... you her set list is amazing. Listen yeah, to these hits. Um, Dreams, If Anyone Falls, Stop Dragon, yeah. um, Gypsy, Belladonna, Stand Back, uh, Edge of 17, and then Encore Rhiannon and Landslide. I mean, that's a pretty good set list. Yeah, I mean, it's a it was a great show. It was a great show. What were the Tom yeah. Petty songs that she played? I have, I have, well, running down a dream, I guess she played uh, the way uh, he plays the stupid uh, natural thing at the beginning. Yeah. And oh, right, so yeah. then she did Stop Dragging My Heart Around and Free Fallen. Right. And apparently it had a video memoriam to Tom Petty. It just yes. had like really great old photos of Tom Petty, you know, looking really fucking cool. Yeah, he was cool. <laughs> he I mean, was a cool guy. Danny, also, he was so cool. He he was like friendly with Gary Shandling and on the show and everything. I oh, mean, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. They were buddies. And uh, he was a funny guy, too. But also, he wrote hit songs into his 50s and 60s, which a lot not a lot of people can do. Jesus, you're right. I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. Like his last hit song, which was just before uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane. And he was definitely in his 50s by then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, not I mean, even Paul McCartney. Right. He can't you know, seem to... who wrote, you know, one of the greatest ever. And even Billy is like, well. Oh, Billy just gave up. <laughs> yeah, but I guess there's also you don't want to have after a you know, a lifetime of all this good stuff, you don't wanna like Yeah, I guess have a a shitty thing. I don't know. We get confused by that, but uh, you know, it's just like, I just, that's the thing. We always talk about it. We wish he would at the concert play something crazy, you know, that people never hear because it would be like a new song. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, he, he should change it up a little bit because since it's the garden at this point, he's got to realize it's not all, it's not a bunch of tourists. You know what I mean? That's my issue with it. He must know the same people keep coming back. Yeah, someone should get that word to him. We're trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All it needs to be is like one song. If he just said every show I'm just going to do one song that you haven't heard me do in at least 10 years, people will go crazy just for that one little thing. Yeah, and he he has them. He has a bunch of great ones laying around. You, you know? New ones that no one's ever heard, right? Oh, I don't know about that. He That's must. what we've heard, that he has he a whole bunch of songs he he's must. never even done. It's just odd, you know, 40 like, years later to not give it a try. No, the thing is, it's like, he, it's like, remember when like Lennon was like, the, he was a house husband. No, he was writing songs the whole time he was writing, you know, it doesn't stop. Right, they can't so, stop, yeah. You know, so I'm sure he's writing stuff. I'm sure Billy's got stuff written, but I can understand, like, it's like telling new jokes. It's like, I. Uh, I guess, but see, so well, but you, you know, could, yeah, but, you're, but you but then you one in the middle of the set. Guy. Just try it out. You could give a no, song. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just once it would really please everybody for spending so much money on tickets. That's the kind of thing, you know, he's definitely always been a man of the people like that. Absolutely. And, you absolutely. know, you want to give everybody his money's worth, which he does because he definitely rocks and it's fun and he sings the hits, which you want to hear too. Right. But just we're all going a lot and he's you know it, it like you said it's he must know it's not just tourists anymore 
Well, that's why it's exciting when he brings a guest out because then you know you're going to hear one or two songs that you're not going to normally hear from him. So right. like when when we saw the ZZ right. Top guy, the, the garden was shaking. People were really, really excited to hear those two songs. Yeah, that was freaking me out. I was high too. <laughs> this <laughs> doesn't feel structurally sound. <laughs> I really thought it, it did feel that way. Was it was tough. moving. We were moving yeah. for sure. <laughs> I was pretending that it wasn't bothering me, but it really was. <laughs> so I looked up online all the guests that he's had in the last five years just to see where where Billy Gibbons kind of fits in the whole thing. So here's a list. It's not too many of them. He's had Joe Perry. He's had Bruce Springsteen, yep. Mick Jones and Lou Graham from Foreigner, Alexa Ray. I don't know how he got her, but somehow <laughs> uh, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, Peter Frampton, Tony Bennett, John Fogarty, John Bon Jovi, Itzhak Perlman and Olivia Rodrigo. And that's it. Really? So I feel like we got a pretty good, I think getting him was pretty good. I guess you're right. right. Did you say Paul Simon? No. I think he had Paul Simon. This is from 2018 onward. Was that maybe it was a little bit before that? It must have been because I thought I saw it on YouTube. I could have missed one. That's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, how could he not? I mean, they both live in the city or something nearby. I mean, Paul Simon's got a place out in Montauk, so they should at least hang out together when they're in uh, the Hamptons. But Billy must have something in the city, right? Someplace. I, I don't think so. I think really? He, he helicopters in to the show, oh, so I'm going to say wow. no. Oh. He had yeah. a place, but now his ex-wife lives there. Yeah. <laughs> the Elizabeth <laughs> Weber estate. <laughs> That's right by my house. Um, any, uh, Liberty, just one thing. Liberty told us that there's a big documentary coming that has Elizabeth Weber talking. Oh. Right, Alon? Yeah, he said it's the first time she's given her side of the story. Looking forward to that. Interesting. Little minx. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, I guess that about wraps up our wrap-up of the dual bi-coastal Billy Joel tour, uh, which is kind of cool. It was nice to have your version, Danny, of, uh, well, you know, a, a different version with another with a headliner first and then, you know, like, would, would you be sitting there like, is she going to finish or, or you know, but it sounded like she Billy. was cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you do, you have to sit there a long time and uh, these are not young people. And, uh, but it sounds like the Billy Joel was satisfying for you. Yeah. Billy still comes through. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. He should mix it up a little bit more in New York and pull some stuff out. And Hey, we would love to hear a new one. And I'm saying Danny being the biggest Billy Joel fan that I personally know for years, a a true one, not like me, who's kind of fleeting. And, um, you know, the audience hates me because I just pretty much just have never heard any of the songs before. And they're like, what? (laughs) Green Life Serenade was a full album. Um, So (laughs) but Danny is the man and he totally knows. So if he's saying if he's saying, Billy, that you should just you know, maybe just one song that, you know, you haven't played in 40 years, one time would be nice. Then that's something you might want to think about doing. We we put it out there. We put it out in the universe. We've said it before, but this is Danny saying it, not just me and Alon, who he doesn't seem to care about, obviously. Otherwise, he would have done our show already. Am I right, Alon? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Have, you reached, have you reached out to Billy? Actually, we're, we're in talks with his people right now. <laughs> oh, that's nice. We're in talks. <laughs> we're trying to get him after Zanzibar, you know. Billy, hey, 
And, we, and then we're going to have, we've been talking for two years about Billy Joel. And then we're just out of, uh, so what's up? Are you good? Are you hungry? We got some clams. Yeah, we found like out. Clams. We found out through um, Scott Ackerman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess he, you know, he does a show with uh, who's the guy that's friends with, that wrote Scott. Uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott and Paul Rudd did something with Billy, and they he took him out to dinner after, and he had his own clams in his pocket, and he told the uh, the chef to go, yeah, put these on. These are the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. It's uh, that is awesome. That was we're that like is- we're, it was very confusing and yet made sense somehow and no sense <laughs> but you guys like clamps i know the place my jacket pocket <laughs> <laughs> so I we are it. dying to kind of hear that story i mean i unfortunately i used up my paul rudd uh cachet to have him talk to my students at the school i'm teaching but uh God, would I like to hear that clam story? It's a space had to be like, wait, we're going to eat the ones out of your pocket? Yeah, no, it's fellas. It's me. Please, I'm Dynasty Alexa. I only talk about the sea and the ocean. Well, I know I know clams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, Danny, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you. Thanks for having your me. experiences. And Alon, thank you for taking me to our third residency show. Well, second for you and me, but sorry, I went without you. I, I was no, thanks for coming. Else. And thanks for not booing. You were well behaved <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And we sat next to hot girls too. And I, I, I panicked. I'm like, hold on, what should we do? And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, right. right. <laughs> At one point, Dave was like, I think they're not from America. And then later they're from Staten Island. Like they just didn't want to talk to Dave. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, so yeah, where are you guys from? And I'm like, uh, we don't understand. <laughs> yeah, we found out when they left, they were from Staten Island. <laughs> I think they were disappointed they were sitting next to an old man. <laughs> but it was super fun. And um, yeah, I would I'd go again. Who am I kidding? It's a good time. Yeah, it's you know, it's great. It's great. It was hey, it maybe he'll bring maybe he'll do more openers. It's kind of fun to have an opener too. It's a long show, but yeah. Uh, well, maybe next time you're in town, all three of us can go if you know what you're That would be, be great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Be super fun. All right. All right. We'll all right, Danny Vermont joining us today on the Alan, Dave, and Danny Excellent Adventure Tour on Billy Joel A to Z. <laughs> <laughs>